the online campus, we're so just stoked to have you with us. Welcome. Uh, this is a really special day for us as a church. I want to do a special welcome to anyone who's joining with us in any campus for the very first time. Just welcome to you. You've joined us on a special day, and I pray that uh, you just have an awesome time joining us in the service today. Also, want to do a really big shout out to our West and online campuses because this is their very first Vision Sunday as a part of the big Elam Christian Centre family. So wherever you are, wherever you're joining us from, can you just join with me in welcoming all our West and online campus team? Uh, we just love you guys. We're so thankful. Who would have thought that this is where we'd be? And if you remember last year, this time last year, for Vision Sunday, we were actually going into our first lockdown. And uh, we didn't foresee what that year was going to look like, but we sowed the seeds in that Vision Sunday about an online campus and a West campus. And uh, we didn't know the hows or, or, or the whats all around it. We just knew that God was calling us to take that step and do it. And what do you know, 12 months later, in the midst of a global pandemic, we've seen the West and online come to be part of our family. God is amazing. God is absolutely incredible. In fact, I want to share with you just over the last... 12 months through 2020 to now, uh, there's some amazing things we've seen. We have seen uh, in 2020, 2,234 people find their place on the dream team. That's incredible. That's a whole stack load of people, over 2,000 people serving in their giftings and making a difference in people's lives. There, we saw 243 small groups operating throughout our campuses. That's amazing. Midweek, all throughout the week, small groups meeting, people finding freedom on their journey, people going on the journey with Jesus. So good. 3,100 small group members. That's 3,100 people who are in a small group, walking this journey, not on their own, but in community with a whole bunch of people. That's incredible. Last year in, the, in 2020, we saw 178 baptisms. 178 people go through the waters of baptism. Just incredible. 285 people went through our growth track. That's 285 people who have discovered their purpose and are now living in a way that is making a massive difference. We saw 1,277 first-time visitors come along to our church services, and we saw, get this, 1,113 salvation responses. That's 1,113 people say yes to following Jesus. That's amazing. Church, if you want to know our why, why we exist, that is our why. That's why we're here. You are our why. Every single one of you, every person, every one of those numbers represents a person. That's our why. The stories, the testimonies, the lives transformed, the people coming to Christ. That's why we exist. God has called us to be, as a church, a center of hope. And your story, friend, is our why. Every soul saved every life healed, every relationship restored, every captive set free, every heart made alive, every person who finds purpose, that's our why. That's why we exist. That's why we're here. And friends, Vision Sunday today, we have to believe that if God did it for me, if God did it for you, we have to believe that God is going to do it for many, many more people. We have to believe that God has more. If He's brought us this far, man, how much further is He going to take us? 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 says this, As it's written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of man the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. Man, as we look back over 35 years of our church and all that God has done, we can sit, simply sit here and go, wow. 
wow, we're standing in awe and being amazed, like what God has done. We didn't see it, we didn't hear it, we didn't even dream it, but here we are, eight campus churches, three campus schools, a thriving leadership college, growing the next generation of leaders, global missions partners, and lives being transformed, people coming to Christ every single day. Can I challenge you, church? Let's keep dreaming big. Let's not settle. Let's, let's not become okay with where we are. Where we are is amazing, but we serve a God of exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask, hope, or imagine. So this year, 2021, our vision is really to continue to build on the work that we've been doing up to this point, is to continue to do the work that we feel God is calling us to do. 2021, our vision is to create more life-giving services, more great Sunday church services where people can come and come and walk in these doors, no matter what their story, no matter what their journey, they can walk in and feel like they've come home. Like this is a place for them that they can come just as they are. And these services are a place where people can get to know God. God loves people. God's heart is for the lost. And so is ours. Our vision is to reach the lost people in our communities and in our city. We're going to continue 2021 having a vision to grow leaders to grow the next generation of leaders, both through our Elam Leadership College and beyond, to see people who have positions of influence in our city, in our nation, in our communities, and to see the kingdom of God begin to expand through them. We have a vision to continue to plant small groups, to see a small group planted, man, in every street, in every street in your city. Imagine that there's a little center of hope somewhere on a street near you where people find freedom on their journey. We want to have more and more and more people step up and step out to lead small groups. We want to continue this year, 2021, to to partner with our global partners, missions around the globe, to see missions projects, missions works, the gospel, pastors and leaders training happening all around uh, with our global missions partners. We want to train and bless pastors in New Zealand this year. We want to, you know, our part of our gig as the largest church within Elam is to be a blessing to our movement. Uh, and we want to continue in the work we're doing to equip and train and develop pastors across our nation. We want to be a blessing to our nation uh, as a church. We want to equip and release. Our vision is to continue to equip and release ordinary people, you and me, ordinary people who have found their way to Jesus and release us into our God-given purpose, our God-given identity, so that we can go in and make a difference in this world that God has placed us in. You know, in just a few moments, I'm going to hand back to your campus lead pastor, and they're going to share uh, just some local campus vision projects. And these are really important. This is like the rubber me in the road stuff in your local campus. And I want to give those guys uh, and girls as much time as I can. Uh, but they're going to share with you some of those local vision projects that you can invest into, you can sow into for 2021. But before they do, I want to share a few more big picture things that we have on the horizon and that we have on our heart for this year. This year, um, really, we have a vision to complete the Botany Campus. The Botany Campus is our largest campus. Uh, it is the mothership, as we call it. It's the hub where most things happen. Our, our Botany Campus has been such a blessing to every single one of our campus churches. It's our largest campus, and it's supported many campuses in planting, in leadership, in financing, in resourcing. And for many years, the Botany Campus has just been such a blessing to so many of our campuses and, and our movement. 
uh, but we've really invested over the last year in creating a facility for botany that is really going to, one, meet the needs of where they are, but also create a space that's going to meet the needs of those who are yet to come. And so the botany facility is going to have a brand new cafe, foyer, uh, expanding the auditorium space. We've got uh, breakout rooms, kids spaces, meeting rooms, you name it, it's going to have, it's going to be absolutely amazing. We're on track to finish that real soon. So we want to get that thing done, we want to get it finished, and we want to set that campus up for an incredible, incredible future. We also want to this year explore, continue to explore future campus opportunities. We want to, uh, we've got eight campuses now, but we're not done yet. We're, God's not done. As, as long as there's one lost person in our city, we've got a responsibility to keep growing, keep planting. So we're going to keep pursuing those opportunities. We're in the north, we're in the south, we're in the east, we're in the west, we're in the center of the city. Where else is God leading us into? We want to keep leaning into that and creating great campus churches. We're dreaming for more. Uh, our vision as well is to keep pursuing the opportunities we have with the Ministry of Education to have uh, Elam Christian College schools around the greater Auckland area. You know, we really see we've become this amazing, uh, I guess, uh, pillar of Christian education in our country. And we see growing more and more the need for good quality Christian education for our young people. And our schools are thriving, they're bursting at the seams, uh, but we want to pursue more. We, we're actively talking to the Ministry of Education about opportunities that we have, keep praying for that church. We want to see doors opening this year. We really, really do. Uh, this year, we also want to um, uh, reimagine our COVID relief fund. Last year, we set up the COVID relief fund where you could give into uh, this fund to help support families and our church families who are going through need or lose their jobs through COVID. And it's, so, it's been so amazing, it's been so generous. And uh, we've given away over 70% of that fund to families and people who've gone through incredible hardship due to COVID. But as we've been sitting and praying, we really felt God leading us to say, you know, what started now as this COVID fund and has become an incredible blessing, as we grow as a church, we want to develop that into a generic crisis fund for our church family. And, you know, life happens and stuff happens and people in our church family, they go through stuff. And our first priority is to meet that need as a church family, you know, like get your small group to help. And it's awesome when we see that happen and we see small groups rally around and we see the Facebook groups go nuts with people needing stuff and that need gets met. It's amazing, amazing. But then there's those other times where you go through a crisis and it's like, man, this is big and, and you need some help and you need some support. And uh, we, we want to be the kind of church where it's like, man, if you're part of our church family and you go through something like that and you need help, we've got you. We've got you. That's what it's part to, means to be part of our Elam family. So uh, we're going to continue to put aside a portion of our budget every year to just keep topping up that crisis fund. And uh, then our senior team will administer that as it comes along and as we are needed to do that. It's, uh, I think it's going to be an incredibly, incredibly powerful thing for us as a church going forward. And lastly, uh, I want to share that as a church, we want to really develop and, and grow in our hunger for God. You know, at the end of the day, we're here for Him. We're here because He's called us to be here. And we don't just want to run programs. We don't just want to build churches. We don't just want to have a whole bunch of cool things going on. We want to be a people that hunger and thirst for righteousness, a people that hunger and thirst for God. And so what we're doing is in the middle of this year, for one month in the middle of this year, right in the middle of winter, we're going to have a month of revival nights. And uh, we're going to do every single campus at 5 p.m. on a Sunday night for, the, for, for four weeks in a row. We're going to have revival nights. And these are really for us as a church just to 
really press into God in a deeper way. Just pray for revival. Seek Him just for an outpouring of His Holy Spirit on us as a church and really just get closer, uh, draw near and draw into God in a deeper way, in a more collective way. And I know, man, God is going to break open heaven over our churches as we continue to do that. You know, church, our heart is to see all our campuses and individuals who call Elam home. We want to see you flourish. That's really our heart. We want you to flourish. We're here for you. We want to grow you into the fullness of what God has for your life. We want to see our campuses continue to flourish as well. And in each location, there are specific vision projects that we're asking you to partner in on today. And I want to challenge every person who calls Elam home. I'm challenging myself as well. I'm not excluded from this. We want to challenge you to invest, to sow, to give into these projects. And because today we're giving into something which is the above and beyond. It's the man, we're not there yet, but we want to see it. We want to press into what God has for us. So what you're, when you're giving today, you're sowing into a legacy for others and for generations to come. When you, when you maybe in your campus, buy that seat for that person who's not yet here. Imagine one day when they're sitting in that seat and their hand goes up and they're giving their life to Jesus and you bought that seat. Or maybe in your campus there's another thing that, that, that your campus leader is, is uh, letting you know about. And you can partner in on that, man. Friends, I want to encourage you. I want to challenge you. Let's give, let's sow, and let's be a blessing for generations to come. Let's, let's, this year, 2021, let's continue to believe God for more. Thank you so much, church. We love you. I'm handing you back now to your lead partner. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Wow, great stuff. Come on, let's put our hands together. It's just exciting stuff. Man, I, I love it. I love, love, love what Steve is saying. That is so good. You know, over the last few weeks, we've been talking about some, some pretty big stuff, right? We've been talking about the call of God and the work that he has called you to do. And last week, we talked about the kingdom of God. And we talked about unleashing the power of small things. Small groups of people, small amounts of money, small acts of kindness. And how God's Word teaches us that there's, that there's life in things that God has breathed on. Seeds that are sown that have life in them explode into things that become so much bigger and serve so many others than we could possibly have conceived of when we took that little seed and we sowed it in the ground. The kingdom of God is like a seed, Jesus said that a man took, that a a woman took and planted in their field. Now, it's been a crazy year, right? Like the last 12 months, it's been been something else. But you know what's been amazing to me is that while the, the planet has faced the single most disruptive event that we've had in decades and decades, have you noticed that the kingdom of God still continues to stretch and grow and reach out and make a difference? I mean, Aside from all of the things that Steve shared that's been going on across campus, I mean, here in in this campus, we had some of our biggest ordinary Sunday attendances last year that we've ever had. We had people baptized. We had people completing growth track. We had hundreds of people serving on our dream team. Almost all of our 30 small groups went online at some point and just continued all the way through COVID. You know, one Sunday, we had 11 families, just on one Sunday, 11 families from our midweek outreach uh, ministries, our Elam Music, our English Conversation class, our playgroup, 11 families on one Sunday came along to church to check it out, heard the gospel preached. That is amazing. Across campus, we gave over $60,000 to our um, our mission partners out there in Bangladesh, Philippines, India, Sri Lanka, 
Pakistan, uh, Vietnam, who are out there like struggling to help and, and make a difference with all that COVID was wreaking in their communities. And we were able to say, hey, we, we're going to help out. And as a result, thousands of people got help. Just extraordinary. You know, God's kingdom is extending. God's kingdom is actually exploding. And it doesn't matter what goes on in the world that, could, might, that might restrict that. You cannot stop God's kingdom. And I love that. And you know, today, Vision Sunday, we desire to continue to see God's kingdom expand, not just in the world, not just in our city, but in your life, in your family's life, in the work that he has called you to. We want to see God's kingdom continue in everything that you are doing and everything that you are touching. And so today, Vision Sunday, we only do this once a year, but we're going to sow a seed today. We're going to take up an offering at the end of the service, and we invite you in some way to be a part of that. You know, in the past here, what we've done is we've collectively taken up our vision offering to further the work here, the place that God has called us to here. We have taken uh, that offering and we have transformed our kids' spaces. We have repaired all our air conditioning, which is an unbelievably expensive uh, exercise in order to make our spaces more enjoyable, more usable for all of our people. We've refloored our cafe uh, and, and built a a breakout room out there, and we've done it excellently because excellence is the language of relevance so that when people come in here, they're blown away and they feel comfortable, and we're trying to create spaces where more people can come, more people can find a safe space, more people can find Jesus, more people can find breakthrough, and we've done a bunch of other things as well. But today, as I, uh, you know, as I was praying about this during the week, God, what, what do we do this year? What's the vision? Where, where do you see us going forward? You know what? I really believed that God is wanting us to do something a little bit different this year, something even a little counterintuitive. And I'm going to unpack that in just a couple of moments, but first I need to lay down a biblical principle about giving that I, that I think it's really important that we all get. You see, when we give in the natural, God notices. God notices when we give more there are many, many other things. And throughout Scripture, you see this happen. You see people step up in a whole range of different scenarios and, and give something to help somebody else, lift someone else's burden. And it's like God notices and God moves in the supernatural and then moves back into the natural. I mean, Acts 10, right? There's this guy called Cornelius. And what God's going to do is for the very first time, the covenant between man and God is going to be extended beyond the Jewish people to the Gentiles. And that includes us. Like that's that's now salvation is coming to the whole world and it's going to happen and it's going to start through one guy in his house. And you know who that guy is? That guy is a, a guy named Cornelius. And, and God tells us two interesting things about, Cornel, about Cornelius in Acts 10. And it tells us that these are the reasons why God chose Cornelius. One is that he prayed. Number two was that he gave. You know, we can look through the Old Testament, the New Testament, and, and we see this thing. We th see this thing happening where when people give... God moves. When people give, God responds. Malachi 3 verse 10, you may have heard this scripture before, but I want, you to, I want you to listen for just that aspect of the principle, right? The prophet says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says God, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. Like, what's going on here? 
God's saying, if you will do this one thing, if you'll do this particular thing, then I'm going to respond in a way that's going to totally surprise you. Jesus said, uh, shared the same principle in Luke 6. Give, Jesus says, give, and it will be given to you. And, and we're going to realize this isn't just like an exchange program. This isn't like a reimbursement scheme, you know? Hey, if you give, and I'll reimburse you. It's not an investment scheme either, right? Like I'll give, I'll buy 100 shares in God and then I'll get this huge return. That, that's not what this is about. It's about. But what God is saying, what Jesus said is when you give, when you give, God notices. And actually, God's going to pour back into your world when you do that. What is that all about? I remember many years ago when our kids were small, one of our kids had a classmate who had a whole bunch of, of health needs. Like, he, he, he was quite a sick kid, and amongst other things, he had epilepsy. And he was kind of the special guy in the class, and all the kids kind of rallied around him, and it was a pretty cool thing. And then one day, he tragically died. Uh, among other things, he suffered from epilepsy. And it was just a, an ordinary routine, bath time in their household, fabulous parents, loved their kids, Mum nipped out for like, you know, 30 seconds, as you do, and as she'd done a thousand times before, but as she went out at that precise moment, he had an epileptic fit, and he drowned in the bath. It was just, you know, I mean, you can imagine what that did to the community. You know, we had a, we had a community in mourning. We had a class in mourning. All these kids, six years old, absolutely distraught that, this, that their classmate had died, and it was just, I mean, it was a tough time, right? Big funeral, the whole school went to the funeral. It was, it was full on. And in the midst of this, um, one of our kids came to us, six years old, completely off his own back. And he said, he said, Mom and Dad, I want to take all of my savings. Like it was five bucks, right? I mean, the kids, he's six. We're not giving him very much pocket money. But it's kind of irrelevant, right? Because for him, that was everything. He said, Mom and Dad, I want to take all my savings out of my bank account and I want to give it to his family. And we're just like, wow, really? Is that, like, is that really what you want to do? He's like, that's what I want to do. I made up my mind. I said, okay, cool. Took him down to the bank. He, he drew the money out. And on the day of the funeral, we watched our, our son all by himself, went up to this little boy's dad and just said, Sir, I want to give you this and I hope that it helps you in some way as you're going through this loss. Who knows that as parents, that is exactly the kind of thing we want to see in our kids, right? Like, like, that, like that is exactly what we want to see. And that's the kind of kid we want to raise. And that's the kind of quality we want to see in him as a, as a teenager and as a man. We want to see that kind of heart, right? The heart that sees the need and goes, I'm going to take everything. I'm going to be a part of this. I'm going to help out in some small way. And so who knows, parents, that, you know, in the days, weeks, months that followed, we just poured encouragement into him for that. And we probably shuffled a little money into his account too to make sure that, you know, why? Because we want to say to him, that was good, and we want you to do that again and again and again because that changes things. And why does the Word of God 
show us again and again and again. God says, give and I notice, give and I'll move, give and I'll pour it back into you for exactly the same reason because God is saying, that is what I want in my people. That kind of a response, that kind of heart that sees an eating goes, I'm just going to take something, I'm going to be a part of that because that is what changes the world. When we give, God notices. The kingdom of God is like a seed, but that seed has to be sown. So, you know, guys, today I believe that God is wanting us to give. And it's not going to go for us. It's not going to be for us. It's not for us. It's not for our ministries. It's not for our facility. All of which would have been fine if that's what we were going to be giving towards today. But I really believe that God is wanting us to give in today's offering and to sow the whole thing away from ourselves. You know, there's a group of believers who have been a huge blessing to this congregation. And I believe God is calling us to take our offering today and to honor them with it, to bless them, to sow into their season for our collective good. You see, 16 years ago, this church was in trouble. We couldn't cover our bills. Uh, we, we were at the point of uh, looking at probably having to sell this facility. And this other congregation uh, stepped in and said, we've got you. And they paid our bills. They paid our bills to the tune of just over $100,000 each year for nine consecutive years. In fact, it was actually, it took, it took us a couple of years after that to kind of turn things around. So it's actually more like 11 years. And, and that's what they did. And you know what? They never told anybody about that. In fact, when we came here, we heard anecdotally that there were some people who were like, no, we, we, don't, we don't give our tithe into this church because that other church, they take our money, which is hilarious, right? Because people were believing that when in fact, every week, every month, that church was paying our bills, keeping our doors open, paying our staff, keeping our ministries going to the tune of over a million dollars over that time period. And you know what? It just, as I was praying, it just, it literally came out of the blue for me. And I, I really believe God is wanting us in this season to bless that church back. And that's Elam Christian Center Botany Campus. You know, they've been through a pretty interesting time over the last four or five years. Uh, they have poured their finance into the Pukekohe Church plant and then the Papakura Church plant and then into a lot of money into getting the online thing set up so that we could all enjoy online church over COVID, and then more recently into the West relaunch. At the moment, their renovations have uh, drastically affected their car parking. Their foyer is reduced down to a single corridor from outside into their auditorium. Uh, and today, this afternoon, their auditorium loses its back wall and its mezzanine. Uh, and they may have to go back online again. This has not been an easy season for Botany Campus. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to sow a seed of thanks and honor and belief in their future back into that church that carried us. Listen, I are giving our staff a heart and soul in with this, and we would just love it if, uh, if, 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 if the Lord was in agreement with you that you would partner with us in this kingdom action. And I believe it is a kingdom action today. I believe it's, it's a small seed, but it's got the breath of God in it. And I believe it will grow into something big and beautiful and grand. I, I really do. I, 
And, and because here's the thing, right? Because we know that the principle is that when we give God notices, not only is this going to bless Botany Campus, not only is this going to do something for the unity that we all have and for what God is doing, but we can't lose in this, right? Because when we give God notices and God, God then comes and pours it back into us. I mean, it, it's astonishing. And my prayer is that as we give today, not only will, will this honor them, not only will this be a seed for something bigger that we can't conceive of yet, but I also absolutely believe that for every one of us who give, God's going to do something great with you as well. I think God's going to bring some breakthrough. I think God's going to do something special as a result of this. I believe this, and I believe it because for the last 25 years of following Jesus, that is what I've seen every time I gave. God notices when we give.